At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong, unmatched employees, unmatched customer care, unmatched fiber network. Welcome to Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm your host, Seth Prentice. And today I'm joined by Chris Camp, owner of Fun for All in Cranberry Township, PA. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks, Seth. Uh, appreciate you having me on. Chris, there's no denying what you do yearly to give back to the community. You're always finding new ways to help and support without batting an eye. This year, more than any other, you've been one to provide entertainment, normalcy, and an escape for families from the real world, even for just a few hours. Have you been able to wrap your mind around what has happened this year? As much as anyone else probably has been able to. It's been, um, you know, I, you hate to use the phrase, you know, this is something we've never been through before. This is unlike any other time. But, you know, I think everyone can relate to that. It's been a very challenging summer for us, no questions asked. Um, but we, you know, have been able to make some changes and some adjustments and came together as a team and just said, we got one option. We're going to make this thing work. And uh, fortunately, the weather cooperated with us a lot this summer. And uh, as we got towards the end of summer, it started to feel a little bit more normal. But uh, yeah, it's definitely been a challenge for sure. You just wrapped up your trick-or-treat uh, trail mini golf. Kudos to you and your staff for making a unique and family-friendly course that felt like an outside haunted house. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we've been doing this for this one a uh, long time. I'm trying to even think. It's probably been 10 years that we've done it. And this year, obviously, we had to change it up. Um, we used to, in the past, have... Uh, we, we do it as a fundraiser for Rowan uh, Elementary's PTA. And we would have in the past where volunteers would sit out on the course and hand out candy to the kids as they went through. So almost like a trick or treat uh, that you would do in your neighborhood. Um, but with the way things are, we had to pivot and change things. So we ended up creating prepackaged bags that when you came to play, we just handed them out to the people uh, at the front counter. And we changed the display around a little bit this year. We changed how we did it. We did it every night, which uh, in the years past, we've only done it on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, and again, the weather was a huge help to us this year. The weather's been really great, especially on the weekends. And uh, it's been a huge, huge success for us this year. So we're really excited about how that ended and hoping that carries right into holiday lights. So. Well, real quick, before we get to holiday lights, are you uh, mm -hmm. going to take a few things that you've learned from, especially this year with the, you know, with the Halloween uh, season it, it appears that you know maybe people are craving doing things more during the week than maybe you anticipated in years past yeah so I think that that was our mindset going into trick-or-treat trail is you know there's gonna be limited options we knew that you know uh, people like Kennywood weren't doing their fright nights and oh, yeah. you know there were there there were other places in the area that weren't going to be able to operate so and I think that the way things are, people are looking to be outside because it is quote unquote safer. Mm -hmm. um, so we tried to take advantage of that by doing it every day. Going into holiday lights, um, every year that we've held it, we've done it every day. 
So we're, we're hoping that the weather cooperates. And I think, again, we'll see more of a demand if the weather's good, because I think people, again, are just looking to be outside and uh, do outside activities. So that's our hope going into it. Well, let's get into it. So we were out there, what feels like uh, forever ago, on that cold November (laughs) morning to talk about the first ever holiday lights. Uh, I'm just so excited to hear about this year's holiday lights, what you have planned, and boy, has it grown since 2017. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's hard to even believe that we're saying this is our fourth season of doing it. Um, you know, it just it started as a, I don't know, dream really. And I, I've wanted to do it ever since we, we've been here for 20 years and I've always wanted to do something like this. And then finally we just said, all right, let's give it a go. And um, we've been very fortunate to have the support of the community. And um, it's, as you know, uh, very unique. There's not many things like that ar- around here. So that gives us a little bit of a plus as well, too. And uh, we, again, had to change things from last year. You know, last year, every Friday night, we did a big party, uh, you know, a themed event. Um, this year, just because of capacity issues and, you know, the concerns that people have and being large groups of people indoors, uh, we're not going to be able to do any of those. Um, so we are literally just going to have the lights, um, this year we've changed it and added a goodie bag. So similar to what we did for the trick or treat trail, um, we're gonna have a goodie bag that people will get whenever they come to play. And inside that there's going to be, you know, little treats for the kids as well as, um, items from our uh, sponsors. They're sponsoring some of the holes and the courses. Uh, we're given discount coupons to uh, Fun for All as well as to our other business, Dairy Queen. And so we've tried to make it where, yeah, we're not going to have an event, but we still want to give you some added value uh, just for coming and playing. So, Yeah, that's great. Um, so what are the official dates this year of uh, Holiday Lights? Yeah, so we're starting it um, the weekend before Thanksgiving. So Friday, November 20th is the first uh, is the kickoff day, and then we'll run it every day up through January 2nd. Um, only days we don't do it, we're not open on Thanksgiving. Um, we close early on Christmas Eve, and then we're closed Christmas Day. So those three days are the only dates that we won't, uh, we won't be doing it. But every other day, again, depending on what the weather does for us, uh, we'll have it up and running and ready to go. So. And the holiday light starts at dusk? Yeah, correct. We have, like official time is like five o'clock, but, uh, it all depends, you know, as we get later into the winter, the days get shorter. So, uh, sometimes we have the lights on as early as four, four thirty. So as soon oh, wow. as uh, it gets dark out, we, uh, fire it up and get it ready to go. And one of my favorite things about holiday lights is that you've partnered with the Highmark carrying place. What does partnering yeah. and donating a portion of the proceeds mean, uh, for you and, uh, the rest of fun for all? Yeah, you know, it's it's something that I really believe strongly in that, you know, we are only as strong as uh, our community is. And we owe everything we have as far as our business goes to our community. And we do everything we can to give back. And we started this out as our initial thoughts where we were just going to do this as an event and, you know, help us make some money in the off season. Uh, try to come up with something new and creative. 
and actually one of our team uh, had said, you know what, we should let's let's reach out and let's tie a charity into this. So that's kind of how it started. And then I had a relationship with a caring place from years and years ago, and just reached out to them, and we met with them and a few other charities. But this it just felt right. You know, they they do a lot to help families in the community, um, and we've had a really, really good partnership with them. And to be able to know that 10% of, you know, every admission that comes in, 10% of our sponsorships money, all of it is going to go to help them. Um, It really, it makes it feel like more of what we're about than just, hey, we want to try to make some money. It's uh, a good way to generate some revenue for us, but also be a plus and a positive for the community. No, and I've seen your presentations for the checks to them, and they are quite large. So everyone is doing their part as well to help give back. And, you know, you've had the display before of their big butterfly. And, of course, you've been able to host the families. And I'll tell you what, especially during that time of year, it it just kind of brings that holiday spirit to a a full circle. Yeah, and, you know, everybody knows that the holidays aren't always great for everybody. It can be a very tough time. And especially with what the caring place represents and what they do, you know, families that have lost loved ones, um, the holidays can be devastating and not something to celebrate. So we've been able to every year bring in the families um, and offer them a night that's just free to them and their families to come in and play, go out on the course. Um, and we'll do the same again this year. We'll, you know, open it up to them to be able to come out and just have a night on us to be able to just get out and try to have some normalcy and try to have some fun. So that's another reason that we enjoy doing it with the caring place is it's not some faceless organization that we're just giving money to it's, it's real people. And we get to help see that impact that it has on their lives. So. No, it's amazing. Chris, anything that you've done this year to make holiday lights a little more elaborate outside? Some new lights that well, people can again, look forward to? Well, again, because of uh, the situation that we were in this summer with the, you know, everything that happened and us having to be shut down for so long, it really had a big impact on our, on our revenue. Uh-huh. So we had to be limited in what we could add. Every year, we, since the beginning, we've added more stuff. Um, and this year we had a big plan of what we wanted to do and well, then March hit and that kind of changed everything. <laughs> so we are, we are being creative in how we're going to change the displays around to make it feel like there's more, feel like it's different, but it's kind of us doing some, um, bootstrapping, I guess is the best way to put it to, uh, to try to make that happen. So. No, and I'll tell you what, even if people just drive past, you have to come past it and just even see it at night to even envision what we're talking about because your place looks like you know walking through a winter wonderland. Yeah, and that's honestly, it's been one of our bigger challenges is so many people drive by. Obviously, you know, we're right on the corner of Route 19, so a lot of traffic drives by. And we have so many people tell us that, oh, we drove by and saw your light display and it was great. And they don't understand that like, well, yeah, you can actually come in and walk through the whole thing too. So we, uh, we're going to focus a lot this year on trying to make people understand that it is not a drive-by display, that you can do a whole lot more with it. So, Well, there we go. Folks, you've heard it here. It's not just a drive-by. Please go walk through it. And I, and I will say I've walked through every year and 
you and your staff have done an amazing job making it unique each year. And I, I just know that some of the light displays that you've done, even from 2017 to 2018-19, it, it's just been incredible. Yeah, it's been it's definitely been an evolution. You know, the first year that we did it, we actually had we hired a company to come in and do it. And because we didn't know, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know what the heck we were doing. And honestly, that was probably one of the bigger mistakes that we made. Uh, I mean, they were fantastic. They were phenomenal, but it cost us so much money. And then we realized once we saw them do it, we're like, we could do this on our own. (laughs) So every year since then, uh, our team, and I give a huge shout out to our maintenance team, uh, they started decorating the day after Labor Day. And, um, kind of have been at it off and on for honestly almost the last month. And we just continue to put stuff out every single day so that we're ready to go uh, come that November 20th. And there's a lot that goes into it. You know, we've had to create the way that our power is done out there. And obviously you have people walking through it. So you have to be cautious of tripping hazards and make, you know, if somebody touches something and there's so many different components that go into it, it's, it's a lot of work, but you know, when you see families come through and enjoy it, it just, it makes it all worthwhile. So it's yeah. uh, a labor, a labor of love. <laughs> oh, for sure. Chris, anything else you'd like to share with us today? No, just, you know, encourage everybody to, to come out and enjoy it. All the information will be on our website. So you can go to funforall.com. It'll be right there on the homepage. You can click on uh, the holiday lights tab and it'll give you all the information, all the details. You'll be able to buy your tickets online if you'd like. Uh, or you can purchase them uh, in-house when you get here. So just encourage everybody to come out and enjoy it. And remember, you know, you're supporting a really great cause as well. And we have all the information on our website as well about the Caring Place um, and what they do. If you're not familiar with them, you can find that out there as well. Awesome. Well, thank you, Chris, so much for joining us today. We hope everyone comes to visit Holiday Lights from November 20th to January 2nd. Thanks, Seth. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate your time. For Armstrong in the Loop podcast, I'm Seth Prentice, keeping you in the loop. Are you enjoying Armstrong in the Loop podcast? Great news. All past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites. Search Armstrong in the Loop podcast and subscribe today. When it comes to internet service, you get it all with Zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat. Find out for yourself. Go to armstrongonewire.com slash Zoom and get high-speed internet for as low as $34.95 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees, just internet made easy. That's Zoom internet from Armstrong. 